Praise the Lord. Jesus shall reign. That's our song for today. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for today. We thank you for the week. We thank you for our lives. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for the power, Lord God Almighty, that you used to sustain the world and for your abundant grace. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to guide us, lead us, teach us. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Today, welcome to our live broadcast. Sunday, March 27, 2022. The instrumental is taken from our brother Calibrasi, Jesus Sharon. Let's talk about a free subscription to our WhatsApp channel. You see the link on the board displayed. The link on the WhatsApp channel, the next one. Yes, good. Yes. Please. We encourage as many of you as possible to join in that, even if you still watch us live. Um, because we begin to ask people now to send us their questions or their concerns in areas they want us to address. Um, it's about two and a half years since we've been ministering to you every Sunday. And we believe it's time to, we know some of you have been reaching us in the past, but we're now through it open to get back to us. On areas of concern or things you need that you want us to address. But more importantly, some of you have read our books or received our books, the hard copies, many years ago. Others in the last 10 years or 5, 8 years, you have downloaded on our website. Some of you too have read our articles on Facebook, on our website. These resources were sent to you free of charge because we also received them free of charge. So now we are going to ask you to do something if you have not been doing that. What are you doing with the resources you already have? The information you have gleaned from through this ministry. How are you paying back? We are asking you to give us, we are saying, how are you paying back to God? How are you using the resources that has been freely delivered to you? Are the resources for your own just comfort in your room? Or are they not supposed to be shared and used to minister to people? And if you're a Sunday school teacher, use them to teach your people. If you're a pastor, use them to minister to your congregation. Is it just for your own use to make you feel good? No, that's not why. Then we would have kept all the information we have to ourselves. All our experiences in 30-something years to ourselves. But we felt led to share everything with you free of charge. Freely you have received, freely give. Our business is to equip the sense of God with empowering messages. Messages that are life-saving. Messages that are life-giving. Messages that save. Messages that confound and confound the enemy. Messages that have been proven because they are biblical. What are you doing with those messages? They are not for your comfort, please. If you are afraid to share them, even though you know they are true. Let me ask you today what God will ask you on the last day. What did you do with the resources my son provided for you? That the ministry I gave to him many years ago, I used him to give you. What are you going to answer him? Please, it's a challenge to you. Unless you don't believe, then don't tune in. 
But if you believe and you know that these things are so, and that you need to do something about it, go to the Lord in prayers. He will guide you. And if you want to reach to us to help you in setting up what you need to do, we will also guide you and help you. So that you can minister to others. If on your knees you can save the world, literally. What I mean, save the world, save those in your environment. By prayers, by interceding for them. It's all part of ministry. You don't have to all be on the pulpit or carry uh, some bullhorn on the streets. No, there are so many ways to ministry. And the ministry, depending on what calling God has called you into. Please, we encourage you. Stop being a consumer. Begin to now give that which I receive freely. We urge and plead with you today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the topic we are getting into is mind-blowing. Today's topic, the Antichrist and Antichrist. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Watch that. The Antichrist and Antichrist. The outline. Introduction. The Antichrist. Then Antichrist. Then the song. Jesus shall reign. He's already reigning. But he shall reign. Whether the path of darkness like it or not at the end of the age, he shall reign everywhere. Everyone will not know the truth. That Christ, the Son of God, is Lord. That even though there have been many antichrists, and then antichrists that shall come, he never stopped him from raising men and women to contend for the truth, to say, to point people to the Lord Jesus Christ, despite the many imitators, despite those who have come and presented false Christ to you. Praise the Lord. Introduction. There is an antichrist, as you must have heard from my little speech. And they are antichrists. So we're going to get the distinction today. Because we're going to use this broadcast to distinguish between the Antichrist, the big A, and the small A, the Antichrist. That's many. The first thing to know, both the Antichrist that is to come and Antichrist already in our midst are controlled by Satan and the kingdom of darkness. I will stand on this today and I'm going to call them out. Praise the Lord. Second thing to know, Antichrist in our midst today are preparing the world for the coming of the false Messiah. They are preparing the world for the coming of the big A, the big Antichrist. In the same manner, prophets of the Old Testament prepare the people of Israel for the coming of Jesus Christ, the Son of God and the true Messiah. Let's come and see who is Antichrist. Praise the Lord. Scripture, please. Revelations chapter 13 verses 5 to 10. No, 2 Thessalonians. Oh. Sorry, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 7 to 10. For this lawlessness is already at work secretly, and it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. Then the man of lawlessness will be revealed. But the Lord Jesus will kill him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming. This man will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles. He will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction because they refuse to love and accept the truth that will save them. Praise the Lord. Let us look at verse 7. 
For this lawlessness is already at work secretly. And it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. This was written by John the Apostle. Close to 100 AD, before his death. Sorry, this was written, I'm sorry, please. This is written by Brother Paul, I'm sorry, please. I'm jumping ahead. This was written by Brother Paul, prior to his execution, when he wrote to his, uh, to, to his, uh, to, to, to Selenians. The mystery of lawlessness already at work, meaning they're already antichrist. Lawlessness has been existing from the time of the apostles. And in the early church, which means what? False doctrines have been existing since the time of the apostles. False doctrines are not uh, something of the 21st century, no. Lawlessness is secret, why? Because doctrines of demons are hidden in what appear to be good messages. They're hidden. But those who have the Holy Spirit, you discern false doctrines or lawless messages. Verses 8 and 9. Then the man of lawlessness will be revealed, but the Lord Jesus will kill him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming. This man will come, verse 9, to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power, signs, and miracles. Why do you think people are running after signs and miracles in our time? Points to know from this verse, this man of lawlessness, also known as Antichrist, will only be revealed or allowed to manifest at appointed time to do the work of Satan before he be destroyed by Christ at his second coming. Let us examine the characteristics of this man of lawlessness, which fits the first beast of the, or the Antichrist, as described in Revelation chapter 13. Verses 5 to 10, which we are now going to read. Please read. Then the beast was allowed to speak great blasphemies against God. And he was given authority to do whatever he wanted for 42 months. And he spoke terrible words of blasphemy against God, slandering his name and his temple, that is, those who live in heaven. And the beast was allowed to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And he was given authority to rule over every tribe and people and language and nation. And all the people who belong to this world worshipped the beast. They are the ones whose names were not written in the book of life before the world was made. The book that belongs to the lamb who was slaughtered. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Anyone who is destined for prison will be taken to prison. Anyone destined to die by the sword will die by the sword. This means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently and remain faithful. Praise the Lord. What do we take from these verses? The Antichrist will reign for 42 months, or the beast, or the man of lawlessness, the same person. He will do whatever he wishes because God will allow him, including blaspheming against God. God will allow him to wage war against his holy people, the believers who are really believers, the saints of God on earth. Hence, those who teach you about pre tribulation rapture are false prophets. 
They are part of the Antichrist we're going to talk about. Believers will be on earth when the Antichrist when we start. And it's going to mess them up and even defeat them as the Bible has said. He'll kill so many because God will allow him to, to test believers on earth whether they are true or false believers. He will rule the whole nations because God allowed him to do that. So this man or the first beast or the Antichrist, you see, he will be so powerful because he will have the power of Satan to do everything he wishes to do. And all the people of the world will worship the beast. All minus the sense of God. So his reign will expose what? The pretenders, the hypocrites. Those who claim they were believers, but really were the world and they worship the beast. He will deceive so many. But those deceived because they allow themselves to be deceived because they believe in deceit. That's why they be deceived. You see, the Antichrist will be successful because trial runs are already taking place. It's been taking place since the time of Brother Paul and the time of Brother John, the apostle. Why would the Antichrist fool so many people, so many believers? He will because he will throw greed. Greed is the bet. Watch, greed, 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 greed. He will propound things that the earth is about to make the earth so beautiful and wonderful. After all, isn't that what Christ is supposed to do? And they will follow because they already, if you're already being sucked in by worldly prosperity messages, you will be taken in by the Antichrist. Period. Unless you repent today. Those who refuse to look at the gospel, once or all delivered to the saints, can never see the Christ of God. If you are so easily taken in by miracles, it's happening here. Science and wonders is happening there. You will be taken in by the Antichrist. You will take the mark of the beast. Unless you repent. Presently, many who said they're believers are worshipping their pastors. Their bishops and general here. They're already worshipping them. These ones we are going to describe, we call them Antichrist in the next segment. They are giving them death doctrines, doctrines that will lead them to death. Anyone that preaches anything about inheriting this earth before Christ comes is of the devil. So when does they give you prosperity, worldly prosperity? If you don't pay your tithe, you go to hell. But if you pay, God will bless you. If you don't sow seed with money, God will reward you. Poverty is caused by demons. Poverty is not for the child of God. If you believe those things, you are a candidate for the Antichrist's reign when he comes. You're already a foot soldier in Satan's army. I don't care whoever you are, you are already in Satan's army unless you repent at the hearing of this message. Praise the Lord. All of you who love worldly prosperity messages, you'll be the first to embrace and worship the Antichrist before even the unbelievers worship him. And if you love worldly prosperity messages, you're already worshiping the Antichrist. Those are bishops and uh, Jews and pastors. And you're worshiping demons as a result because most of them have demonic powers. So don't tell me, if you love worldly prosperity messages, you are an active member of the fallen church. 
you are part of Satan's army. You are being ready for Antichrist, the big air of Revelation chapter 13. By false pastors, bishops, archbishops, geos, I don't know whatever name do they go by. You may not know your fallen brother. I'm addressing you right now. I love you. Fallen sister, I love you too. That you are part of the fallen church. You're already been helping to convince others that Antichrist coming is the Christ, the Messiah. Because you've already presented Antichrist to people. When you go preaching on evangelism, you are talking about your pastor, your G.O., how powerful a man of God or a woman of God she is. So why do I say so that you are part of the fallen army? Because you've been recruiting people, as I just said, to accept the Antichrist already as ministers of the gospel of Christ. So you already did the work of Satan. Your evangelism is not about Christ, it's about your pastor and G.O. I am urging you to repent now at the hearing of this message. Love of holy prosperity messages before it is too late. Those who promote their pastors and geos above Christ, I'm asking you, repent now before it's late. And remember, late for you is not when Christ comes, it's when he calls you home. Now let's look at what Antichrist. Scripture, please. 1 John chapter 2, verses 18 to 19. Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Do you see the distinction now between the Antichrist coming and the small Antichrist? They have already been there from the time of Brother Paul and Brother John. We have talked about Antichrist in the previous section. But as the scripture we just read says, we have Antichrist already in our midst. They are already in our midst from that time to now. So you and I should start spending time pondering who or when the Antichrist, the big A, will be revealed. When you have so many Antichrists already in our midst, there are so many. There are your streets, there are your churches, there are your pulpits, everywhere. There are building store churches. In your big denominations and small denominations, in your church organizations, they are there everywhere. So we should put our searchlights on Antichrist in our midst today. Forget the big air coming. You already have a small air. If you can identify the Antichrist in your church, the small Antichrist, then when that big Antichrist comes, if you are still in the world at that time, it will be so easy to know. So all you have to do today is search out. How do you know them? Look at their doctrines. Look at their doctrines. If they are not from the Bible, if they are presenting themselves above Christ, which is what Antichrist is, is coming above Christ or in place of Christ, then the Antichrist, but we're not saying call them out by their names, expose their doctrines. That's all we're talking about. You and I should help those being deceived. That means they are followers. Through prayers, fasting, 
if we are led to. Before pointing out to them the falsehood they are hearing from the Antichrist, claiming to be pastors and GOs, bishops, church elders, etc., etc., etc. Reverends. What, what kind of name is that, Reverend? What? Reverend is a name for God, only God to be revered. Any human being who says he or she wants to be revered is an Antichrist. From the scriptures we read, Antichrist have been wreaking havoc in the church of God for many centuries. But it's worse now than before. There's no more time to quibble. We're no longer quibbling. How do we know who is an Antichrist? By their fruits. Shall know them by their fruits. What are their fruits? Their doctrines. Yeah, what they say. And their lifestyles. Do they reflect Christ? Are their messages Christ-centered? Are they centered on the world? So let us read Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 to 23, please. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me you who practice lawlessness. Praise the Lord. I encourage you to go in your closet and read those verses again. Because I won't go through them, all of them. Antichrists were never part of the number. Remember, the false prophets are all antichrists. <laughs> they started out as believers, but in truth, they really did not believe. They pretended to be the fool. Even though spiritually they had left the fold. So some of your pastors, geos, and elders pretend to still be believers. But they're not. They are working for the enemy. And because they are working for the enemy, Satan and demons gave them powers. Creed have been manifesting and using to deceive many of you. Definitely not many of those who have been listening to this broadcast. But some of your acquaintances. That's why you should carry these messages to them. Look at verse 23. I just wondered when I came across that passage. What would the Lord say? And I've declared to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Why would the Lord Jesus Christ say that? To those who have been prophesying in his name, casting out demons in his name, doing miracles in his name, and those things who are working. You know, I've had wicked people tell stories that um, once you use God's name, it doesn't matter. Uh, God will still walk through them. It's a lie. They are not walking with the power of God. That's why God declared to them on that day, the Lord Jesus Christ, I never knew you. You who practice what? Lawlessness. A very weighty statement by the Lord confirms the assertion we'll be making. 
that they were working the miracles with demonic powers. Do you, want, do you need any other conclusive proof? You don't. The scripture says it there. Why would the Lord deny people who were using his name, casting out demons and prophesying his name? Why did he say? Because they are false prophets. Because they are using a different spirit. Because they are antichrist. Those who claim to abide in Christ. Please note now, I'm, going, I'm stretching it now. You claim to be a, a follower of Christ. But you preach doctrines that Christ and the apostles never taught. You are an antichrist. Small a. Those who claim to be followers of Christ, but in behavior are even worse than unbelievers. The antichrist. The antichrist is anybody who is doing things to oppose the ministry of Christ, which is to save the world and take everybody back to the kingdom, give them eternal life. If you are working against it in any form at all, you are an antichrist. Antichrists have normalized sin. You know, everybody, nobody, I mean, it's impossible to say <laughs> you can't sin. It's a lie. If Christ is in you, you can't sin. Your flesh may be weak at some point, but Christ in you will draw you back. So, antichrists who have normalized sin have used their behavior to prepare the world for the big A, for the antichrist coming. Scripture, please. First Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to the seven spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Praise the Lord. They departed. Some were true believers, but they departed from the faith as they gave it to seducing spirits. And their doctrines now are no longer. And because their conscience have been seared, that means they no longer can recognize truth and lies. They speak lies in hypocrisy. Sometimes followers of Christ are shocked when they see that some of our brothers and sisters, brother in quotes, some could be top pastors and Jews who started well, have now ended up promoting doctrines of demons. Are you surprised? No, don't be surprised. The scripture told us that. That's why I brought it up. Next scripture, please. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. But I know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Praise the Lord. Watch that. They love themselves. That's why people bow down to your geos and your pastors. You love, if, if, if they, want, they love themselves, they will just say, get up, get up, get up, get up. They are lovers of money. Every time in your pulpit, the pulpit is always about money. How they need money for the ministry. How they need, a true ministry will never ask you for money. In all our years of ministry, have anybody can accuse us of having asked them for anything? We don't. If the Lord has sent us, he makes provision. If he didn't send us, he will not give us big provision. Why should we? God will let you know to do what you have to do with the resources he has given you. It's not for anybody to tell you what to do with your resources. So the lovers of money, always they talk about money. It's always about money. It's always about money. When you see a brother or sister who's all about money, run from him or her. It's an antichrist. She's an antichrist. 
Next scripture, please. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 12 and 13. Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil people and impostors will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. Praise the Lord. I've given you all the Antichrist what they do. They are flourishing. <laughs> or look at them in their ministries. They start with between 10 years. They are leading hundreds of thousands because they are telling them witches are responsible for their what? Poverty. They are telling them stories that are so mind-boggling and people just run. Before you know it, their coffers are being filled and people are running. That man has anointing. That man has anointing. But those who want to live godly lives and are living godly lives are suffering persecution in one form or the other. My brother, my sister, if your ministry is flourishing and you never had any issues, it's all about money all the time. Uh, repent. Go back to the cross. Accept Christ anew. And free those that you are deceiving, whom you are leading to Christless eternity. Or it is not going to be well with you. Next week, we are going to talk about the doctrines of Christ and his apostles. We are going to contrast them with the doctrines of Antichrist and the miniature Antichrist in our midst. We are going to ask, okay, this is what the Bible says, and this is what the Antichrist are telling us today. So we are going to now expound on these things. And so, that's the truth of the matter. We have to now do the needful so that people are warned. And you use that warning to tell others. Because our business is to encourage you to give you life-giving messages. Life messages that we save. That we help you so that you don't fall. And when you have learned not to fall, help others also not to what, fall. Don't keep the information to yourself. That's all we ask you. Praise the Lord. So like we said, we're going to sing a song. Because whether they like it or not, Jesus is already reigning. But he's going to reign eternally at the end of the age. Whether they like it or not, powers of darkness, human beings, antichrist, the big antichrist, Satan himself, Christ will what? Reign. He's already reigning the lives of believers. But at the end of the age, he's going to reign all places, in heaven and on earth, and everywhere. Praise the Lord. So we're going to sing the song, Jesus shall reign. Please be in a worshipful mood. Jesus shall reign wherever the sun. Does his successive journeys run? Wherever the sun is moving, Jesus shall reign. His kingdom will stretch from shore to shore. Till the moon shall wax and wait no more. Till the end of all ages, Jesus shall reign. And he will reign. To him shall endless prayer be made. You and I must make endless prayers to him. And praises will throng to cry to crown his head. His name like sweeping perfume shall rise with every morning sacrifice. Always your prayers are my prayers. And praises throng to the throne of God. People and realms of every tongue, everywhere, dwell on his love and sweetest suffering. And infant voices shall proclaim their early blessings on his name. Thank you, Jesus. You will reign, and you're already reigning. 
I should reign in the life of all my hearers today in Jesus' name. Blessings are bound wherever he reigns. If he's reigning in your heart, blessings already are bound into your life. Prisoners live to lose their chains. Those in bondage, when they hear the true message, they rise up. The weary find eternal rest. If you are weary, just go to him. And all who suffer, he blesses them. Because he's there with you when you suffer. And encourages you. Let every creature rise and bring the highest honors our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. As angels descend with songs again, even today as we speak, let all earth repeat the loud Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Dear God, the everlasting God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Messiah who has come and who is to come, the Redeemer of the whole earth, the giver of eternal life, the one so many have blasphemed his name and continue to blaspheme his name. We worship and give you all the praise and honor. We adore you, my Father, my God, for being our God and to all who have heard this message. Any who have sinned and come short of your glory and all we have all done so. As we come to the cross, my Father, my God, forgive. Restore us back to the faith once for all delivered to the saints. So we no longer disseminate doctrines of demons. We no longer follow human beings who are antichrists already on earth. We no longer worship human beings. We no longer give them titles that belong only to God. Father, Father, look at the multitude being held in captivity by this antichrist. Father, Father, break the yokes, break the chains, my Father, my God, and free your people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let every spirit that is not them that is against you, my Father, my God, be exposed in the congregations, in wherever they are, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ on all congregations in the whole world, wherever Antichrist are ministering, Father, that with the blood, those demons will begin to depart from them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, you are God. Be God to your people. Manifest your power in your presence. Break the yokes and free your people. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory, blessings, and honor yours, Lord. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Praise the Lord. Next Sunday, by his grace, do the work of the evangelist. We all come to preach the gospel. Jesus reigns. Let it reign in your heart. Let it reign in your life. And you see a difference. See you next Sunday by His grace.